hey, well, why don't you um, get your expectancy on? And uh, one of the things with our theme this month with the gifts of the Spirit is uh, really want to see the various gifts of God stirring. And I tell you, both of these guys, Ryan and Pisa, if you've been around them for a little bit of time, you know that they love praying for people on the street to be healed. They see awesome, cool things happening. Um, I laughed so hard. Do you mind me telling this story? Because Ryan went for a job interview. And in the job interview, he looked across the desk or whatever it was, saw that the boss needed healing and asked if he could pray for him. And I would think to myself, now that is the one way you don't get a job, you know. And uh, so he prayed for him and he got the job. Praise God. And uh, so why don't you put your hands together and let's invite Ryan to come on up. Cool. And the, the great thing about that, that job, I've been there three years now, um, and it's, it's a pretty awesome place to work. And I was a kitchen cabinet maker, so I was making kitchens. But now, after a short period of time, now I'm one of the foremen there, so I help run the floor. And it's like, really, I don't have any of that type of training, but it's just when, when we live in such a way that the kingdom lives in us, we impact the, the environment around us. Um, and I love what Paul was just saying I didn't realize about Smith Wigglesworth and it being 100 years because, like, anyone that's heard of what happened through his ministry is just absolutely blown away. But um, even me personally, I received a healing in a kind of way attached to that. Uh, it was actually when Seth uh, had uh, Georgie and Banoff come here. And when, when he was here, uh, they, they went to the building where it was and they just did a quick video out the front of the building. Uh, and then they just were like, so I was, I was watching this at home, this video on my phone, and it wasn't even live, it was later on, and I heard had bursitis in my right knee, so it was like a lump, almost like another kneecap above my knee, lots of pain and stuff like that, and they had a word of knowledge about someone with a problem with their knee. So I'm sitting at home on my phone, Seth and Georgian are talking about Smith Wigglesworth and the revival and healing and just partnering your faith with that, and just gave a word, and I'm like, sure, why not? Like... And in that moment, the pain left, the lump left, and I was healed. Um, so I love that, that that's what Paul shared. I'm like, I can personally relate to that. And like, that's just the, how simple it can be. Like, we can sometimes complicate it and make it this huge thing, but it's just that partnering our faith with what God is doing. Um, I'm just going to ask, did anyone throughout worship feel uh, like they received healing or actually know they received healing? Like, and you don't have to say, oh, you're 100%, but like a significant shift. Is anyone that, yeah? Cool. So like less pain or freedom of movement or you just knew God was moving? Yeah. 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 So a lot of, she had a lot of pain yesterday, pain here, and then in worship, pain's completely gone. Like, I love that. And thank you for sharing. Like, honestly, it's so awesome. Like. And this is what we actually need to do. We need to speak about what God is doing, and we need to be expectant for what God's doing. Like, I, I asked, expecting that there would be at least someone, because if, if, I, if God's speaking, if he showed me that dream, if he said he's going to heal and worship, I believe that's what he's going to do, you know? God doesn't lie. He tells the truth. So if God is speaking, we know that's what he's doing. Um, so yeah, and I love uh, just... The prophetic nature of this place and just honoring 
Shona, um, and just the prophetic nature that she carries, um, I love that this morning in worship that she was just declaring that the kingdom is here. The king is here and that he is bringing healing because that was exactly what was on my heart for tonight. And that's exactly why I got up in the middle of worship to share that dream because what she shared, not knowing what was on my heart, not knowing that dream that I'd received, she knew that because she heard from God. And so I just, I honor you and I, I honor who you are and I honor the way that you hear him. And, and I, I want that to be known in this place, that you hear his voice, okay? Yeah. And, and that's for her, but that's an invitation for all of us. That's an invitation for all of us to say yes to what God is doing, yeah? And so since I've got 15 minutes, I should probably get into my message now. So especially since Paul took up like so much of like the time just going on, I've got four minutes. Yep. Me and Pisa were actually uh, laughing. We, we called each other yesterday, checking how everything was going with it all. And I was saying, oh, I think I've prepared about two hours for the 15 minutes. And he's like, and I was like, he's probably prepared about four hours. So hopefully you bought like something to eat or a pillow and you're nice and comfortable. You might be here a while. Um, no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to speak that long. <laughs> We're not going to speak that long. Um, but yeah, I just, whew. yeah, I love what God does and I love the way he moves. Uh, most of what I just want to share and stir you with is about raising your level of expectation. Um, and I love that that's what I was preparing. And then a couple of days ago, God gives me that dream to even raise my level of expectation on what he's going to do. Um, like, that's the kind of father that he is. Like, he's a father that hears our heart, that he knows us, um, and he just wants to move. Um, and, and I won't, won't uh, say, say too much just right now, but... Uh, these two just here at the back, uh, me and Pisa, we actually walked around before the service, before everyone was here, and we're just praying over the seats because we believe that God's going to move in and through the service. Uh, right now, this is me inviting everyone to right now, while I'm speaking, while Pisa's speaking, to be healed, okay? Don't wait for the end. Don't wait for this time of worship right now. W when can you be healed? Right now. That's when you can be healed. Um, but these seats just here, as I walk past these seats, I just felt to stop. And felt like God's presence was all over those seats. So I don't know whether either of you need a physical healing. Yeah, you do? Actually, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll do that later. No, no, I won't do it later. So what, what do you actually need healing for? Your heart? Yeah. Yeah. Can I pray for that right now? Oh, and something else, yeah. Arthritis, yeah? So you have pain in that? So if that pain left, you'd know? Yeah. Right, can I quickly pray for you then? Yeah? And this is, this is how simple it is. It doesn't need to be something elaborate. It doesn't need to be lots of words. It's just Holy Spirit come. Bring healing, bring restoration. Father, I thank you that you are true to your word, that you are faithful so, Lord, your word that was faithful just to move and shift and just show significance upon whoever would sit here. Lord, I declare healing right now to the heart, to the mind, and to the ankle. Lord, all pain go, all affliction go. Healing and restoration right now. Healing in the name of Jesus. Healing upon the mind. <laughs> healing upon the heart. And healing in these bones and in these joints. 
Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what are you feeling right now? Hate? <laughs> That's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Do you want to stand and see if that feels any different? So less pain, more freedom. What does that feel like? More freedom? Do you have any pain at all? Did you have pain before? Yeah. So it was tight before. Yeah. 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 So so that you can feel there is freedom to your ankle, and that's him declaring that he will complete the work he started. So you know that the work in your heart and the work in your mind that he will complete that work as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bless you, man. Bless you. Man, the Holy Spirit's taken up all of my speaking time. What's he doing? (laughs) Well, thankfully I made bullet points because then if if I take up all my time, I can just give you three bullet points and then that can be me and pass it on to Pisa. Lord, we thank you that you are here. We thank you that you are moving. And we thank you that your word and that you are faithful. So what was happening over there was, again, just another invitation for you. Wherever you are, whatever it is that's, that's wrong, whatever the hindrance is, whatever the sickness is, that you can be free from that. Yeah? So I just want to speak about raising your level of faith. For those that are are note takers, for those that like to write things down, I've got three simple things. We raise, there's three ways that you can raise your level of faith. Through his word, through the testimony of others, and through what he is speaking now, through his living word, through hearing his voice, through the prophetic, through dreams, through visions. Yeah. Uh, a quote here from Kenneth Hagin. He says, Supernatural healing is for today because God is called I am, not I was. I was like, that's good. <sighs> uh, another quote actually from Bill Johnson. Uh, he says that faith doesn't deny that the problem exists. It just doesn't give it a place of influence. Yeah? So whatever the problem is, whatever the doubt is in our mind, don't give that a place of influence. Give faith the place of influence that he will actually be the one for breakthrough. So raising our faith through the word. So God is our healer. He's Jehovah Rapha. Who, who believes us that God is our healer? Yeah? Yeah? Cool. Let's see if we can have everyone's hand by the end of the night, eh? <laughs> So Hebrews 11.1, 1, and I love that this is 1.1.1. 1, 1, 1. It's like in emergencies, you need to know this. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about we do, do not yet see. Psalm 103.3. He forgives. <laughs> he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. So if we believe that he has forgiven our sins and that we are saved, then we can believe that he can heal all of our diseases, all of our afflictions. It's the same faith that we have to believe. It's the same faith we have to be set free from those afflictions. 
I'm just kind of skipping over some stuff because Paul took so much of my time. Um, <laughs> um, actually, I love this as well. Uh, John 5.14, that healing can actually be an invitation for us to be walking without sin, to be walking free from the things that bound us. When Jesus healed the paralyzed man, when he caught up with him afterwards, he said, go and sin no more. It wasn't like this, hey, you better not sin. It was like, this is an invitation. I have moved in your life so you know I'm real. So sometimes he might give you salvation and then give you healing. Other times he will give people healing so that they know that they can have salvation. Because the two are connected. It's the same faith. It's the same God. Number two, that we can raise our level of faith through the testimony of others. Now, who's probably heard this a hundred times? The, test, the story in Luke 8, uh, the woman that touched the hem of Jesus' garment and she was healed from the issue of blood. Like, what I love is when you go back to Luke 6, you see why the, why the woman thought, I can touch the edge of his clothes. Like, if I went, you know what? If I go up to Paul and touch the edge of his shirt, I might be healed. You'd be like, okay, that's an interesting thing to say. But if you go back, it tells you why that woman had faith for that. In Luke 6, that there was a huge crowd. People came from all around. And that Jesus was healing all the people with afflictions and with diseases. It said they came and they were pressing upon him because they just wanted to touch the edge of his garment because whoever touched him was healed. And then two chapters later, then there's this woman that's at home that's been like set apart from everyone that just says, if I can just touch him. Like, I believe that she heard someone say, did you hear the people that just touched him were healed? And all of a sudden she went, people that just touched him are healed? I could do that. Like, he might not come to me. He might not pray for me. The people weren't supposed to even really be associating with her. But she's like, if I can just touch him. Because she grabbed hold of a testimony. And so she was like, yes to what God was doing. And anything that you hear us share, anything about a condition, that you say, hey, I've got that, just say Yes. If you've heard it be healed, it means he will heal. Pisa, if I don't take up all of his time, might share actually a testimony about this, about someone being healed just simply by hearing the testimony, which is great. Uh, I love this in Revelations 19.10. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And, and if you don't understand what that means, like simply put, the testimony of Jesus, so whatever Jesus is doing, what you hear Jesus is doing or what he has done, that prophesies or declares what he will do. So if you heard he has healed someone, it means he will heal someone. So if you hear someone else's testimony tonight, it doesn't mean you miss out. If like, oh, someone with their back got healed, my back sore too, it doesn't mean, oh, sorry, that was the only back healing for the night, there was only one. It's an invitation for you to be healed. Yeah? Um, just like my knee, how my knee got healed. Probably the most things I've been seen healed um, is actually people with knee problems because my knee was healed. So I know that testimony myself. It's quite personal. Like, and so then I know that that's a true testimony of who he is. So I know that's what he will do. And third, through what he is speaking now, through hearing his voice, through prophetic, through dreams, through visions... John 5, uh, 19 through 21 says, Jesus does what he sees the Father doing. He loves the Son, and he shows him all that he is doing. 
And that same intimacy that Jesus had with the Father is the invitation that we have to have that intimacy with the Father, that we can hear and that we can see what the Father is doing. Because he's like, you are my children, and I dearly loved you. Jesus paid that price so that we could have that position as sons and daughters, to be able to hear from the Father and know what he is doing. A cool thing, uh, just a word, a prophetic word that actually my, my wife gave someone. It was actually at one of the night services here, and there was a couple that came, and she uh, just went up to them, started talking to them, and then she just felt to speak something over them and just spoke prophetically that uh, she believes that they're going to have a child sometime soon. Um, and she was kind of like, oh, you know, it's not, not a big deal to maybe prophesy that over a couple. And then they said to her, they said, that's incredible, thank you. They said, a number of people have now prophesied this over us because the doctors told us we actually can't have children. And she was just kind of like, oh, okay. That was a bit more of a serious word than she realized. Um, and then this couple is actually friends of Pisa. And recently, Pisa, he sent me a photo of this baby who is the child that was impossible for these guys to have. But because of God speaking, because of him shifting, because of him moving, that is possible. Anything is possible for those who believe in accordance with his will. Uh, actually, another, another word actually Sam had, so Sam's this lovely lady in the blonde hair in the front. Not the shorter one, that's my daughter. Um, actually, if you see me praying for people later and you see little people in pajamas around me, um, that's just my girls wanting to come pray for you guys too, okay? Um, so don't wonder, what's going on? Um, a way that God has really stirred me and stirred my faith because, as Paul said, I love praying for people. And if you've yeah, been around me long enough, you know, I just I delight in being able just to share the kingdom of God like that with people. Um, and yet, like, I know there's so much more. There's so many things that I know, like, I haven't yet seen breakthrough in that area. But God is such a faithful and loving Father that he's been giving me dreams. And I would say, if you have dreams, write them down. Because when you go back over them, you will be blown away by what he is speaking. Because over the last, like, probably six or eight months, there's just a couple of dreams that I have here. I'll just share very briefly. One was praying, going to the hospital and praying for a youth that was about to go in for surgery. And as they go in for surgery, I just pray over them and I pray with their family. And I know that everything's going to be fine in that surgery and that, that they will come out okay. Um, another dream was uh, actually praying for a gang member, and he was kind of one of the heads of a gang member, and he was joking with me about how his guys don't really need to go to the, the doctors anymore because they just come and see me rather than go to the hospital. Um, I was like, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was great. Um, another one which actually really spoke to me about not listening to the lies of the enemy. So if you're sitting here and you need healing, and you have this voice in your ear saying, it's for someone else. Healing is for someone else. That is a lie. Healing is for you. Because I, I had a dream where Sam was actually speaking to someone about healing and about deliverance from things of the mind. And as she was speaking to them, someone came up and they're like, oh, you know, like, 
I don't really believe that God does that kind of stuff. And then someone else came up and they're like, oh, you know, God's not even real. And this thing inside me in this dream just like stirred up and I was like so angry about it. So I just stood up and there was a bunch of people sitting around and eating. And I was just, I was just like, anyone who wants healing, just stand up and I'll pray for you right now. I just wanted to silence that thing because what she was doing with this person was just wanting to bring restoration. And all of a sudden this accusation came. So if you're sitting there and you hear, I probably won't happen tonight. It's not for me. Don't listen to those lies. Because what happened then is I got up and I start, started to walk over to someone to put their hands up. And there was a, a teenager in a blue hoodie. Uh, as I started to speak to them, uh, someone said, they're deaf. They, they can't actually hear it all. And so I, I walked up to them and I remember holding my hands on the side of their head over their ears. And as I pray, the presence of God fell on both of us and both of us just fell sideways on the ground. And as it happened, I woke up. But I knew in that moment that God was healing that person. Like, I have not yet seen with these natural eyes someone that is deaf, their ears be opened up. But I know that that is what I will see because he's already shown me. And I know that he is faithful to his word. Uh, One more, which is just, I love this one. I was at like a school or there's a bunch of primary age kids and uh, there was, so this is just a dream just to make sure we're still on the same page. Um, and I go up to pray for this kid and as I go up to them, uh, I, fe- I see that their eyes are all cloudy and they kind of, you can tell that they just don't, re- not really communicating. You tell they possibly have an intellectual disability. And so I, I was gonna go just be like, do you want prayer for anything? But then in that moment, I felt like God say, don't pray if you don't mean it. So I know what I could see, and I know what I wanted God to heal, but I was just kind of like, oh, does my faith really have the thing just to declare what I want to pray over? And so I was just like, okay. So I put my hands on their head, and as, as I looked them in the eyes, I just prayed for healing for their sight. And their eyes were like kind of gray and clouded. And as I prayed, the cloudiness just separated, and I seen the black pupil form in their eye, and then I seen the blue irises just form around it. And I'm just like, whoa, this is amazing. Like, and I just started like become overwhelmed with the joy of the Lord. And then I asked them, Can you see? But then I realized that the intellectual disability that they had, they actually couldn't communicate, they couldn't even speak at all. And I was like, I want them to be able to enjoy the fullness of what this healing means for their life. So then I just grab them and hold them against my shoulder and I just pray for them and I just declare healing for their mind that they would just comprehend and that they would know and that they'll be set free from that. And, and then I pray that and just start to walk with them. And I said, like, can you see? And they're like, clear. Like, that's all they said was just clear, that they could see clear. Like, and that was the first word I think they'd ever spoke. And then I woke up. Like... So I love that God sees my heart and that he is a loving father that's like, there is so much more. God's like, knees aren't all the thing you're going to be seeing. Like, if, if it's like, oh yeah, so I'm Ryan, the knee evangelist. Uh, if you've got a knee problem, come, like, God is like, there is so much more. Um, and just, just before I close and hand it over to this handsome gentleman on the end of the row here. <laughs> oh, he knows it. Um, I just love what God was declaring and speaking this morning through Shona just speaking about releasing the kingdom of heaven. And that's what we need to believe for is tonight, releasing of the kingdom of heaven.
from Ross that his name, Jesus, is the name that is above all other names. Every other name must submit to that. And one thing I read, just looked in my notes that I realized I forgot tonight. I have this really big, thick book, and the, the book is all healings that happened in New Zealand. Because that's one thing he spoke. Is it's, not, it's not healings overseas that God does all these amazing things overseas, but this book is hundreds of testimonies of people that have been healed here in New Zealand. And then Frank said, uh, look and see. You must see. You can't just look. You must see. And that there, I believe, was just yet another invitation. So when you see and when you hear what God is doing tonight, that you partner your faith and you say, yes, I see what you're doing, and so I say yes for my own life. So that's what I do. I just invite you to partner your faith with what he's doing tonight. I'll just pass on to Pisa.